0: Welcome to New Dad, Newer Dad, episode number 58. I am Eric Smith, and I'm here as always with Dustin Lopez at 9.30 in the morning. This is the earliest we've ever recorded, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm at any podcast of any sort. This is a terrible idea. I was still catching up from our little trip because I didn't catch up last night. Yeah. And June let me sleep in a little bit today, so... I, I just woke up about twenty minutes ago. Well, we're glad to have you with us, Eric. Great. Um Hope you're ready to do some heavy lifting today.
1: Well, actually I have a I have a list of questions to go over with you, and then also um I, I think we need to catch up about your most recent trip. Um You know what else we need to
0: catch up about? What's that? Our Patreon.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. We should uh we should kick off the show with that.
0: Join us on Patreon. We are building a patron community of parents. We're on uh, We got a, a secret Facebook group, but somehow people are finding it and asking to be on. I don't know how that's possible, um, but they are. Anyways, come join us in there. We're, we record every episode live in there and then we do weekly lives. So we, we chat with the patrons and uh, that's it. We have some nice discussions in there. Um it's fun. Patreon.com slash new dad newer dad. Or if you just want to support us, this is the best way to do that. Um if you find any value in what we are are putting out there, not like you know, that guy that writes reviews. Um also follow us on Instagram and tag us in your posts. Um our our patron Chris is doing a great job of tagging us and we're reposting his stuff to uh the stories we need to make a, a patron highlight. Um, yeah, we do. In there. There's Zach. Zach is our newest uh, patron. He just joined uh, the Facebook live watching. So hello Welcome to Zach. To Zach. Um, I just farted and it is terrible again. And no, I don't like it. Eric, it, every
1: every person I've ever <sighs> met has a secret like obsession with their No, with I, I know what farts. you're talking
0: about. And there's certain farts that I do like, but this is not one of them. Are you going to have to
1: like have a bathroom break in the middle of this podcast recording?
0: It's possible. Um, you know,
1: I just heard a commercial on the on the radio. I listened to the radio for sports radio.
0: What's the radio?
1: I know, right? Um, but there's a, there was an advertisement and or an advertisement, advertisement, if, um, if we're if we're talking in, in that dialect, um, with Zach Morris, uh, Mark Paul Goss, Gossler.
0: Oh yeah, he has a new um, uh, he has a new podcast, okay. and uh, Zach it's to about the future. him. Yeah. Sorry uh, Dustin I know everything already. Okay thanks Eric for poo-pooing on my one minute to shine about pop culture. It was number one in TVs and shows on the podcast charts. Nice. What else was on the podcast charts Eric? Um, Rob has a podcast was in two of the top five spots and he's a huge uh, Saved by the Bell fan so he posted about it how He was sitting there right next to it with all the Big Brother coverage. They're getting a huge following now. Yeah, there was a
1: Big Big Brother reunion um, Zoom last night is my understanding. Did you know about that? I didn't know about that. I think you're lying. Uh, No, actually, um, I got a a text message from Isaac. um, And uh, he said, um, hey, uh, sorry I didn't call you back last night while I was on Big Brother reunion Zoom call.
0: So just so you're aware. Sure. that He's not talking about like a, a big brothers, big sisters program. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Cause he was on big brother.
1: He was not um, on big brother.
0: He was on big brother. Oh, brothers. He was on UK. UK. Oh yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Well that's different. I wouldn't know about that. So Rory would, would be our insider info in there,
0: right? Probably not. I don't think Rory watches any of that garbage. I, I certainly don't. In any case. Um, I have, get... I have gone back and watched the clips of Isaac on the show. Uh huh. Man, he was a, he was a maniac on there. It was great. He's just a
1: maniac in general. Oh, uh, I know,
0: he's he's the best. Um I, if you don't remember who we're talking about, this is Isaac who was in the the New Dad Newer Dad not Dad episode, Isaac Stout from the MTV Challenge. And also and the, the Bucket real, List Club Earth
1: and and the Real World Sydney. Yes, Real World and, Sydney. And Big Brother UK. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, um I do want to hear about Zambezi Bay, but I just is, want to have one COVID-related thing for the It's day. called
0: Zoombezi Bay.
1: Zoombezi Bay. Go ahead. Um, And my one note on uh, COVID is that I feel like I'm over this whole thing. I want this to be done more than anything in my life ever. And this is the suckiest situation because, like, not only, like, everybody's dealing with the different things, right? But one of the, like, first-world problems that I'm having is that you know, for child care, and I'm sure almost every parent is going through this, like, at, at different levels, you know, there's remote learning going on, you know, there's preschools that are shut down, there's preschools that are in session, there's preschool, you know, there's middle schools that are whatever. Um, and then geographically, it's all different as well. But um, for me, in my life, child care right now for the last few months, or actually since this whole thing began has been my in-laws and uh, my father-in-law busted his knee and he can't really walk very well. And since, you know, he's not like a spring chicken anymore. um, It's just been challenging because we don't have any other options. And so it's really left to Melissa and I to figure out our work schedules. And I could not imagine having a regular nine to five job where I don't know what we would do. Like I legitimately don't know what I would do. I don't know what most of these parents are doing. I think that this is like just awful and I hate it. And
0: I just wanted to voice my opinion on that. Can you, there's no way you can like try and find a, um, a more, well, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, consistent in home. Or just somebody. Well, anybody
1: you're bringing in the home is a risk, Eric. I mean, that's that's the reality. You don't know what they're doing. You don't know who they're seeing. You know, that's a that's a risk. It's an inherent risk, and that's not a risk that we're willing to take right now. Gotcha. Uh, Mostly because I think that one of the things that's never well, it's not never talked. It's it's talked about rarely Mm. is the unforeseen long term effects of COVID. Okay. Right, There's a lot of people out there that are saying, Hey, I'm okay, like I'm young, I'm gonna survive. There's a ninety nine point percent chance, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be fine. But you don't know that you're gonna be fine long term. You know? What if five point two five years after you contract COVID, you die just instantaneously? Your heart explodes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, nobody knows. Well, it'd
0: be more related to your lungs, this the long term damage on your lungs. Whatever.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. like Well, no, there's no, that's what I'm saying. Eric is like, there is studies now that, um, something, some big, huge number, it's like 60 or 70% of people that come out of the hospital, uh, with a COVID related illness, they end up having heart damage, like long-term heart damage. And like, so for me, I already have a bad heart. It's genetic. And it's not something that I'm willing to bring into my house. So it's just incredibly difficult. Um,
0: I have a, I'm, I'm the owner of a lonely heart.
1: Uh,
0: is that, that's a song.
1: Yeah. Can you sing it for us? The owner of a lonely heart. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I got you. That's eighties, right? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so that's, that's my COVID related bitch, ses- bitch session to bitch session today. Yeah. Um, I, uh, one other just bitchy comment that I have to to say, I I got on the phone with the Cleveland clinic yesterday, great institution, wonderful healthcare, really sucky billing department. I'm really pissed off. Well, you know what my solution to that is? Not pay the bill. Don't pay any of your bills. (laughs) Well, let me tell you what ended up happening was about a month ago, I paid my last $2,200 bill because it always seems like there's a $2,000 bill from the Cleveland clinic. Um, until I meet my deductible, which I thought I had done for Melissa. Yeah, for that's, because, uh,
0: same thing happened with us. It was really weird. Like, it looked like we should have, like, we had a baby. We definitely should have been past it. Well, we were for Melissa. Mm-hmm.
1: Yesterday, I got a bill in the mail for Solomon mm-hmm. for $2,200 for his room and board yeah. and for his pharmacy and for his stuff. And I'm going, this is the worst you can bleep me kind of situation for any f***ing people that have to do with any sort of insurance. This is so fucking not even funny.
0: Oh geez, I didn't know there was going to be another one.
1: Well, F-bomb, F-bomb, F-bomb. Just lay it on there for a good minute long because that's how many F-bombs I want to well, drop. I just don't understand why it is that our healthcare system is set up so that when Melissa goes in, she gets a, she has a baby, and then... I meet this deductible. I tried to get a health plan. I paid $20,000 a year in health pre- healthcare premiums or whatever it is. I don't even know. What is 1400 times 12? A lot. That's $16,000. So it's actually more than that. It's like, yeah, more it's like way more than that. So it's 175 is what I'm paying for a year, right? And and then I'm paying additional money on top of that. So when all is said and done, I end up spending $30,000, which is more than a lot of people make in this country, mm-hmm. okay, on health care, right? Yeah. And I'm trying to play by the rules. I'm trying to keep myself current on bills. I'm trying to make things work. And they go and they stick it to you and they stick it to you and they stick it to you again. And I'm tired of it. This is absolutely ridiculous. Melissa should be able to go in the hospital and, have a baby, it's all part of the same thing. You meet your deductible, you end up, you know, hitting your max out of pocket and then for the rest of the year things should be free because mm-hmm. that's the way that the insurance companies were supposed to be setting it up. Mm-hmm. But it's not that way at all. This thing is set up to get you to pay more and more and more and the only way I'm going to ha- hit an out of pocket max is when I do my fa- family out of pocket max which is like $13,500. Mm-hmm. So when all is said and done, I spend $30,000 for the year, and then after that, everything is like good to go. I mean, that's more than I spend on my, on my house, my cars, and like my groceries in any given month. I mean you, know you, what I mean, you do
0: shop a lot at Whole Foods, so it's probably not as much as your groceries. I, I don't shop a lot at Whole Foods, but I, your items? joke is well taken. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, it's really frustrating
1: and and so, so then I went weird. on another payment plan for the next 21 months I'm going to end up paying $100 a month <coughs> and it's ridiculous this whole thing is so fucked up I don't,
0: I don't disagree with you
1: I just don't pay my bills meanwhile other countries you know have <coughs> socialized
0: medicine and you yeah, know and they, they well, pay very little at the risk of getting political <laughs> Um, I mean, that, that, there was always that thing of people saying like, oh, then, you know, it takes months to see a doctor and that's, that's just not true. It's just, well, it's let's not let true.
1: Rory weigh in on that. Yeah, right? Rory,
0: we'll talk to Rory about that. We'll get his, his, um, yeah. Cause he'll be having a baby in the system. So, um, right. yeah, it, it, that's just, it's just not true. Like you can, you can get in to see a doctor. No problem. Like there's, it's not going to change the number of doctors we have. Right. Exactly. Um, uh, but anyways, we don't want to lose people f- from our political opinions here. But it's I, not a I understand. I, 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 I know, look, I know. You're frustrated with system. Eric, I'm, the system. The system is not a good system. I hate to say it, a but
1: I'm a Republican, uh, okay? And I believe in small <laughs> government, and I believe in being fiscally responsible, and I believe in being socially maybe a little bit more liberal than, you know, some of my peers in the Republican Party. But I, I'm not trying to be political. I can't find anybody that thinks that socialized medicine is a bad idea.
0: No, the the healthcare system is just effed in general. Like it's, it's so, so it, effed. it's so screwed up how it, how it works.
1: I'm so angry about this. I'm sorry. It's just another crappy situation to deal with with you know having a kid and then you know I get it. Like if there was something catastrophic that happened, then I'm thankful, right? right. Mm-hmm. I'm in a completely different mind frame. But for the majority of people, you
0: don't have catastrophic things happen. So, Yeah, well, that's, well, that's where it comes in. You're paying for those catastrophic things from not yes. having things happen to you. But I pay, I pay a lot of money. I know. Like you pay
1: a lot of money. I know. It's not valued at all. And so I, asked the, I actually asked the, the woman on the phone. I said, hey, if, if this bill doesn't get paid, then does it go on my son's credit report? He goes, no, she goes, no, it goes on your wife's. I said, doesn't, so wait a minute, oh, all the that, liability is on my wife, but she doesn't reap any of the, any of the financial rewards.
0: That's messed up. Uh, I don't know why she told you that because from what I know, medical bills do not affect your credit report at all. Oh, yeah, they would. Of course, no, they don't because it's not, it, you didn't sign a contract or anything that, to, to have the service done. It's medical stuff doesn't affect your credit because I haven't been paying my medical bills for a very long time. So how do you keep going back to the hospital? I just keep going,
1: and they keep telling they keep telling you that you're okay to
0: yeah. to go. Yeah. The eventually the creditor the uh, the debt collectors buy it, and then that's it. Then I get a bunch of stuff from the the debt collectors, but it never affects my credit report. Never. I've bought two houses, and I, I've never seen anything come up from a medical bill. I guess you're right. I I didn't think about it that way. Um, I don't know why she would tell you that because it is illegal to tell someone something's going to go on on your credit report, like um, like Lindale um, speeding tickets or the other the other city. Um, yeah, but if you get a speeding ticket, Garfield not Heights, um, what's the the one down by Valley View? They they say it's going to go on your credit report. It it will not go on your credit report.
1: Well, That's why I, you, you, never, you won't be you able to get a license if those. you get a. If you you won't be able to get a new license if you get a speeding ticket.
0: That's not true. That's not true. With those, with the camera tickets, I'm talking about the camera. Oh, tickets. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or okay. somebody like just taking pictures from up on the bridge. You're not entering into any kind of contract with those, so they cannot affect your credit report. And I've literally I've had them call me, and I've been like. I'm not going to pay it. Like, I'm straight up not going to pay it. So you might as well chalk this up as a loss. I will not pay it. I won't fight it, and I'm not going to pay it, and nothing happens. Do they keep calling? No, they stop. Oh. Well, then what I mean, if I'm wrong, please, someone, you know, let us know and correct me, but, uh, yeah, medical debt does not affect your credit score unless it's reported to a credit bureau. Virtually no hospital or medical provider will report debt directly, according to the national consumer law. Well, so now I have you things go. to reconsider. I mean, I just let it sit and sit and sit, and then it'll go to debt collectors, and then, I mean, they're only going to try so hard. So eventually it just goes away. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right.
1: So then I shouldn't be paying so this either then. A little lesson. Don't pay your medical
0: bills. <sighs> Especially in a situation like this. I don't know why no, more people don't know this. It does not affect your credit score. It, it has a possibility to, but most places aren't going to do that to you. Huh. So, what, you had other questions? We, we yeah. With the medical? Um,
1: so, uh, we've had a, a, a debate in the family. <laughs> I thought you could help settle it. When we uh, make a bottle with formula... Um, I don't know but, anything about formula. You know that, right? I know that. Okay. But we can still talk about a bottle. All right. So when you put a bottle with six ounces of water, you're supposed to put three scoops of formula in. Mm-hmm. What happens to the level of the water when you add in powder?
0: I know that you're supposed to follow directions very closely. Yes. Because of hydration levels. Correct. So like, and I found this out because I was doing this stupid thing where who was this with? Was it with Quinn? Where she wasn't sleeping. So then I, we like, we had some formula here for some reason, like to supplement before you know when she first came home. So I'd take a little bit of breast milk and I'd put that in. And the doctor was like, "No, no, no, no! Do not do that because that's made specifically to be mixed the way it says with the water. Um, because you'll actually be de- dehydrating them if it's not with water." Right. So does that answer your question? I don't know. No.
1: The level of the water increases when you put something into it, like ice. You know, when you put ice in a glass of water, it rises. And so the question is, we record everything in our app, which we've been using since Mateo was born, which is called Sprout. And, you know, you can see, like, it has, um, like, his feedings. It's his, like, daily total. He's had 11 ounces today, Solomon. He's had 27 ounces on a 24-hour rolling basis, probably because he is about to get a bottle in a minute here, and that'll jump him back up to like 32, 33, um, which is where we like to keep him. And so the debate has been that with six ounces of water that you should record a a six-ounce bottle. Mm -hmm. But I maintain that it's more like a a six-and-a-half or seven-ounce bottle that you're recording if he drinks the whole thing because it's that amount of liquid Right, so if I get a pre-mixed formula, and I give them if, seven ounces, if they're telling you what to do, why wouldn't you just do what they're saying? We're doing saying? that, okay. But I'm talking about what you record as the amount of ounces. Aren't they telling you what to record? No. You just said that. With- they're telling you how much to mix. Okay. So the question is, is it a 6-ounce bottle or is it a 7-ounce bottle that you're recording? I know you don't record either, so it's it's a...
0: I thought you would be an objective opinion. If If I was recording something for an amount of stuff, I would look at the bottle, see where the line was, and record that. Right. Okay,
1: so not just the amount of water that you're putting in, no. but rather the total amount of... Liquid. So, what's been recorded in the past has been, you know, a half an ounce to an ounce less every single time.
0: It's it's that much of a difference. It doesn't mix into the water that well. It mixes into the water, but it increases the level of the water. A full ounce. Well,
1: I mean, uh, yeah, not, not maybe, maybe not a full ounce, but it's 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 about a half an ounce to an ounce sometimes. Seems like it should be fractional. No. I'll show you the I'll show you the next time we make a bottle. I'll take oh, a picture man, of it. I can't wait. Um, okay, uh, onwards uh, milestones. Um, Solomon or uh, Mateo got a haircut uh, this week for the first time since he was born. Did he need um, it? Uh, what's that? Did he need it? Yeah, dude, he had he had hair that was legitimately like five inches or six inches long. Like I'm no joke. Like the kid was really really curly hair i mean Mm. um but now he looks like a handsome boy and you are totally right when you said this and i as it was happening i was like oh my gosh eric um but he totally looked like an older
0: baby Mm -hmm. like he he like was like a little boy instead of like a baby yeah it's like they don't start growing up like whenever they get a haircut they age up like yeah a full year or something it's crazy yeah
1: uh, but now he has a little comb over and stuff. That's really cute. Um, one other big milestone. You're going to have
0: it. to post a picture on Instagram because it's your turn for the past oh, yeah. week. That's right.
1: Um, I meant to do that yesterday. I actually opened the app and then I got distracted. I put this timer on my Instagram and my social media so that I would like not use it for more than an hour a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just runs in the background. And then like my time is eaten up like in like a two seconds. That's, that can't be how it works. I, I think it is.
0: Oh, my screen um, time. Um, seven hours on Tuesday. Wow. That's a, like an all-time low. <laughs> and then 15 hours yesterday.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, it's just running in the background. Um, What were you saying? Oh, yeah, I got to post a picture of it. Um, One other milestone in my family has been that Solomon started rolling over. So it's Mm -hmm. about that time to get rid of the swaddle and put him into the crib. Is Ford using a swaddle still?
0: Um, Yeah, but it's not like a wrap tight. It's his arms to the side thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This...
1: Um, My mom's coming into town in a few hours for a week and a half. So I'm really excited about that.
0: Yeah. Can you hear my dogs in the background? Mm-hmm. Is it annoying? No, it's just one one time. It's annoying that you bring it up. Oh. Um. <laughs> and then, um.
1: Why don't you tell us about Zambezi Z- Zoom BZ Bay?
0: Um. It was it was fun. It was it was exhausting? Let's try it. You're gonna just walk away. All better. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a little bit of everything. It was fun. It was uh, annoying. It was, it was just about everything it could be, except for relaxing. It was not relaxing. Well, um, I called you in the middle of it. You seemed pretty frustrated. <laughs> uh, Bo was uh, what was happening with Bo? He
1: was trying to open a door, and people were waiting behind you. Yeah, and you
0: kept going. Oh, there's people behind. <laughs> yeah, he was in a mood where he, I want to do it. I want to do it, and I'm trying to get a stroller, or the wagon through a door, and then he'll stand on the other side of it so you can't open it because he wants to do it. Yeah, towards the end of the zoo trip, he was he was kind of a nightmare, but at the beginning and most of the time, he was pretty good. Um, Columbus Zoo is uh, is awesome. It's amazing. I uh, I have a one of my best
1: friends from high school takes care of the the moose and takes care of the oh, polar bears. My,
0: the moose is my favorite one. He was oh, really? he was like he was laying down. Moose is one of my favorite animals. Our our cat is named Moose. Oh, I didn't know that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, the polar bears were awesome. They were swimming around, um, and you get to go like down below the water and see them swimming around. Mm, yeah. Like right above you, it was really awesome. I. Uh, what else? They have this really cool thing with the cheetahs. Like they have the cheetahs run around, um, like chase, chase some food on a line, but the zookeepers are like, their caretakers are in there with them. Mm. Like just running free. It was kind of crazy. And they do like a show, just oh, to wow. show how fast they are and talk about, you know, why they can run so fast. Um, it's pretty awesome. World class zoo. It's, it's, I, probably top three zoo in the country, right? Oh uh behind San I don't know Diego that. San Diego and maybe DC. I is it really that big? Yeah. I mean it's that it's that good. I don't know about you know just size, but yeah, yeah. hmm I'll post yeah. some videos. I, I took a bunch of videos from that. Um well yeah, in, in terms of just the quality of the zoo, I'm pretty sure it's top top three. Mm-hmm. I think Cleveland's top ten, right? Uh,
1: I know that the elephant program is um, at Cleveland is where zookeepers go to retire. Mm-hmm. It's uh, one of the nicest facilities for elephants, I guess. So it's kind of you know what's what's nuts is that like I don't think people truly appreciate the fact that like there's elephants in Northeast Ohio. Mm-hmm. Like there are elephants in Northeast Ohio. Like that's just nuts. But I mean, when you, when you, I know, but like the idea of a zoo is like, is kind of crazy when you think about it because you're seeing animals right in front of you that like legitimately have no place there. I'm not saying that negatively. I'm saying that like, from a conservancy standpoint, that's like really cool. And it's really neat that you get to like be within feet of something Mm. that's could be thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of miles away. This is
0: interesting. And I don't know. I'm not going to put too much stock in this, but this is like USA Today's ranking of top 10 zoos. Cincinnati was ranked number one. What? Yeah. With Fiona, the hippo. Cincinnati Zoo and Botanical Garden. Interesting. I've never heard anything about Cincinnati Zoo except for Fiona. Road trip. Um, Columbus was number five. But this is just USA Today's rankings. What do they know? What do they know? 30 best zoos in the USA. I, you, San Diego wasn't even in the top 10. That doesn't seem accurate, right? I don't think so. They have um the pandas. Yes, and so does D.C., right? I, I've never been to D.C.'s zoo. I have heard good things about it, but... Smithsonian, uh, yeah, Smithsonian Zoo. Um, any, anyways,
1: uh, sorry. Any big uh, milestones in your family?
0: No, not, not really. No. Ford's just smiling a lot. He's he's starting to kind of grab onto things, but just a little bit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and Zubese Bay was awesome. The water park was great. Um, we got a cabana. I don't know how we could have survived without a cabana on like you know ninety five degree days. It was crazy. It was that hot down there. Yeah, I guess it was that
1: hot up here. It was not that hot, but yeah. it was hotter hotter up here for sure.
0: Like when we were walking around the the water park and like you know, wet and whatever, it, it didn't feel that bad. There was a nice breeze there. Um, but in the cabana, there was like a fan and stuff. And I don't even think June probably left the cabana for like 10 minutes to go in the water and that was it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it was good. It was a good trip overall.
1: Well, uh, I have one last question written down here. Um, oh, you said just said you had a bunch were... of
0: questions. Well, I, I,
1: I have one more question and then I have a couple topics to talk about. Oh, Okay, sorry. Um, one more question they have is um on a road trip like that, um what's your favorite place to stop like for
0: uh for food on the way? Or do you bring your food or do you pack coolers or like what's going on? I mean this is a two hour trip, so my favorite place to stop is nowhere. It's at my destination. So you don't stop for like uh a... not for two hours. Yeah. Um I mean if, if we're on <clears throat> one of those longer trips, it's really up to June because she's so picky about eating. Mm-hmm. So if she sees something, we'll stop there. And if if there's something in that same rest stop that I like better, I'll stop up. She's too picky for me to make decisions about that. Well, I like. We did the, have we stopped at Swenson's right before like we we got off the exit for the zoo, and we got Swenson's. Nice. I, got I do a fried bologna sandwich.
1: Yeah, they they have good good stuff. Have you ever had their um their zucchini fries? Oh, no, I didn't. I wasn't aware they had those. It's like a zucchini, like it's like a, a fried zucchini. I mean, it's fried, so it's like not healthy or anything. Don't don't get your mm-hmm. jollies on here or anything. But like um, they're they're definitely good. Their ranch dressing is like some of the best that I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like their ranch with those like cheesy deliciousness of the jalapeno popper kind of thing. Not a jalapeno popper. It's like cheese and jalapeno and looks like a French fry. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Um. Now I'm just hungry. Um, okay. So. Well then, hey, can we yes. pause,
0: pause real quick? Yes. Give me three minutes. Okay. Okay. What were you going to say? Next topic. Uh, yeah. Um, sorry. I'm taking care of one
1: of my photographers here that didn't have a phone number. Um, okay. So um, where did you go? There you are. Um, yeah. I, uh, oh, I had it pulled up on the screen here. Here it is. Um, so a couple things. First thing is, um, it's August, um, and we're, um, in this house, we're a big fan of Halloween and dressing up and not me and Melissa really, but more for the kids this year. And, um, we're not going to be working on, uh, Halloween this year. So I'm super excited about it. I think it's on a Saturday this year. Um, Okay. So,
0: um, I'm worried about getting too excited about halloween this year why are they do you think people are going to allow people to go house to house well that's what i was going to talk about yeah
1: so i think that like there's a lot of fun there's this is like a double topic but um like i saw this thing on facebook because i was scrolling through the other day wish, and it was i like, wish
0: i had a sound drop for double topic.
1: double topic Um, it's a, it was a article about like Halloween face masks. And that's what got me thinking about this. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh my gosh, it's August. It's, you know, a couple months away. This will be really cool. Um, then I'm like, Mateo doesn't like wearing a face mask. He, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously Solomon's not about that life. And, uh, then it was like, Oh, uh, maybe I could Melissa and I could get some fun (laughs) face masks, whatever. Um, and there was another Facebook post that somebody had posted about how this um, this dad gets uh, he found a way to get his kid to wear a mask before school starts, and so he's using screen time as a mechanism to get the kid to wear the, the mask so that he gets accustomed to it so that it's not a, as big of a deal when you ask him to wear the mask. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, this guy, Michael, he's, he shared, uh, it says, Michael shared his proposed tip. For parents worried their, their kids won't be able to wear masks for long periods of time this fall, try this rule for your last few weeks of summer. You're only allowed screen time if you're wearing a mask. Either they will acclimate quickly or you'll get them off the devices for the last few weeks of summer. I've got my money on acclimating your kit, acclimating and your kid's teacher having a much easier first week of school. And I thought, that's pretty, like, I don't, I don't know, that's pretty good thinking, you know what I mean? Like, it's a double positive, like, as a parent, I guess. Um, so maybe it's a good way to, like, Mateo has an iPad, so he's like, okay, I'm going to have to watch the iPad, but, hey, you're not allowed to watch the iPad unless you put this mask on. And that's, like, a nice, easy way to, to get him acclimated.
0: Yeah. Thoughts? Yeah. Hold on. let see oh, she was banging on the door. Um, yeah, I that's, uh, it's pretty smart to, to use it as like, a, like either way, something good is happening. Right. Exactly. That's pretty ingenious. So, and then, you but know, also you get... it's not, I mean, that's not something like, like Mateo's not going to understand to do, like, he's not quite old enough for this to work. Right. Um,
1: well, I think he is. That's what I'm saying. And so like if I combine that with the idea that maybe I get a fun mask, like something that has Elmo on it or like Monsters Inc or mm-hmm. you know whatever, that you know, they can just sit there and, and watch the iPad. Um one of the one of the photos that's with it is the kid wearing headphones while <laughs> watching the iPad. And I never thought about that either. Um, which is like, you know, one of the things that I hate about the iPad when we do give it to them is that that's the only thing that can be like on or like that we're listening to, or Mm -hmm. I have to like listen to like these stupid things in the background. Right. And so, um, I don't know. I just felt like this, there's like a multitude of different aspects to this, like headphones, mask, iPad, lots of benefits, um, Halloween, you know, and then mm-hmm. like a, a, a themed mask might go a little bit longer, you know, a little bit uh, further in terms of like them wanting to wear it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. I mean, that's
0: kind of, that's where I'm, where I'm at on that. Yeah. I, uh I don't know that I, I just get a feeling like that there's like door to door trick-or-treating is not going to be a thing this year
1: yeah i don't I don't think so either but it's a, i think that you know as neighborhoods you need to figure out like maybe creative ways to still dress up and have fun and you know um i don't know with with masks i'm I saw this thing the other day with like the the styrofoam <laughs> heads and the guy with the cans and everything like that, and I was like, wow, masks really are effective you know like there's there's something to that so mm-hmm um, I will definitely be trying to think of creative ways to do Halloween and to let Mateo have fun. Because last year Mateo was like it was raining first off, and we ended up canceling his neighborhood. And then um, and then he was too young anyway. Really, I mean, he was just a year old, so really, not much there. <laughs> What else you got for me today? Sorry, I'm getting text messages. Oh well, um, let's just pause the podcast for oh, it. I
0: know, but it's. I always. I'm, I'm kidding. I have ADHD. I get distracted. Um, what was I gonna say? How long have you been recording?
1: I don't know, like uh,
0: forty minutes, forty-five minutes, forty minutes, almost forty-five minutes. Um, did you did you want to ask some questions about sequester?
1: Yeah, let's go ahead and and talk about the sequester, like. Why don't you give me the rundown beginning to end? I don't get it. Explain it to me.
0: So it's, it's what's called an ORG, an online reality game, right? So it's like taking a Big Brother season or a Survivor season and condensing it into one night. So there's like anywhere from 18 to 22 people that start the game. Yeah, but we need to know what a sequester is first. Here. That's what. That's just the name of the game. Oh, okay. That's what this person. So, Audrey Middleton, she was a contestant on Big Brother Seventeen, I think. Okay. And she had been running this game. She had been running this game that she created called Sequester, which was a live reality game. But she just did it online and like posted it on YouTube, and it started picking up steam. But then with the pandemic, she started doing these online, like nightly games and she started a patreon that started picking up a ton of speed and now there's like this huge community of people that watch this show like fridays and saturday nights are the main games and then every other day of the week are like private games that some of them get posted publicly some of them don't that you can pay to have her run okay so the patrons of her community get to apply to be in the friday and saturday games so I became a patron a few months ago. It's only three dollars a month. I haven't applied to be in one of those games yet. Uh huh. Um, I tried to get in the, the the last. Rob has a podcast patron private mini, um, like our our patron Mandy did also. Um, we didn't get into that one. Hopefully the next one. But then this other Can you explain one.
1: Explain the game itself.
0: I was going to I was going to get to that. Oh, uh, Okay. Um.
1: So, I feel like that's where we should start because like, nobody has any context right now. Okay. So
0: it's like 18 to 22 people start, right? There's five different rooms, basically stream yard rooms, and they all get um, streamed onto the website, the main website. People are watching it. There's room limits. So you move from room to room as as much as you want during the rounds, or if the twist of the round is you can't move, you stay in the room you're in. Anyways. Each round has a different twist. So you're voting someone out each round, but you're navigating around a twist. So it's like Big Brother in that way. Like, um, like they'll just do a straightforward round, like vote someone out. So then you move from room to room, see who people are voting for, make alliances, um, throw people's names out, that kind of thing. Try and protect other people if you hear their names and they're on your team. So then you get voted out, like and then the next round will be the person with the highest number of even votes is getting voted out. so then you have to be a little bit more um, methodical in what you're doing. So someone with two votes could go out that round if you know you have too many people here that the name that you want, and like an extra odd vote gets placed on them. They may have the highest votes, but it's odd, and then they don't go out. Each round has a different twist that's similar to that. Gotcha. Until you get down to, you know, the final four and then the final two. And the final two is just a, a jury thing. So the the last like seven or eight, I think seven people voted out before the final two get to ask questions of the final two to see like what their game was like, what they did in the game to see who deserves to win. Mm-hmm. So that's very much like a survivor and to a lesser extent, Big Brother. Does it make sense? Yes, very much so. Um, people can be safe certain rounds. Um, only like a certain number of people can be um, up for elimination. Like you can have a, a round where only four people are up for elimination, rather than everybody in the group. Um, so you know, it, it gets really tricky. Some of the the twists are are pretty intense. So can you have like private conversations with people in this? So yeah, so you're in, there's five different StreamYard rooms, right? And you can navigate from, you can go from one room to the other. You can only be one room at a time, but you can like talk to a group of people in room one, come up with an idea and then like give a name, like, okay, we're all going to say this name and then disperse into all the other rooms and spread that name. And some of the rooms, well, each round the rooms have like room limits. So you can't have over like five people in a room at a time. So if you're trying to get in, there's already five people in there. You got to go to a different room or someone needs to leave that room. So you can move around to all five rooms whenever you want. Sometimes there's a benefit to not moving around. Sometimes there is a benefit to, to move around and talk to as many people as you possibly can. hmm like you could go most of the game without even seeing one of the people just because you guys missed each other.
1: Couldn't you just buy everybody off? How's that? Venmo or
0: something? I don't know. I think that's probably frowned upon. Anyways, I got I got approved for my first private mini that has a theme of of a uh, party, like a party theme. So everybody, every contestants re- representing a different party type. Are you gonna bring your, your DJ equipment? So I'll the... be yes, I'll be representing weddings. Ah. So and that's not until October sixth. I think that's a Tuesday night. And I'm gonna try and get into or like a regular patron mini before then, just so I can get some practice. Right. I know it's super interesting for everybody, but I it's really cool. Uh, it's sequesteraccess.com. And they have replays of the games on there. They last anywhere from like four to five hours. That's a good amount of fun. Yeah. It's really cool. Like on a Friday and Saturday night, and you can't go anywhere, and you get to watch like a whole season of a show play out. And sometimes you get invested in people, and, and some people are really fun. Some people are really boring. Usually the boring people get booted pretty early. <laughs> and it's a very inclusive community. See, I would want to like vote the annoyingly... <laughs> over-the-top people out. Yeah, I mean, it goes both ways. Sometimes the, the audience will get mad at you if you take out somebody that's that's actually doing something early. Like, they want that person to stay around to the end. So the, the community is very conscious of what the, the watchers want. So, so watchers have a play into the who gets voted out too? The, sometimes in a the twist, there's like a, a vote Audrey will put out like a Twitter poll or something like, who do you want to save this round? Or who do you want to get like a special advantage? Interesting. But not every game, only sometimes. It seems like a lot of mental energy. Yeah. Like- if you want to get on, like if you have a, a Friday or Saturday night and you want to do a StreamYard and watch it, we can watch one together. We can get Mandy on here and watch, uh, watch it together on StreamYard. And comment on what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I, I mean, I like it just because I'm that, you know, I like the reality television stuff. And it's, it's something new every week, which mm-hmm. we don't get a lot of right now. I agree with that. And a lot of the, the shows that she's, she was doing early on were like, like she had a full show of like Survivor people and she did a full Big Brother show. Mm-hmm. And then a couple weeks ago, she did a show with some MTV Challenge people on. Um, and Big Brother and Survivor, which was really cool. Well, let's get it done. What, watch one? Yeah. Um, we'll have a watch party. I mean, we, we definitely can. They do that on, like on Twitch, there's a whole channel dedicated to just watching it and commenting on it as it's happening. Mm-hmm. And then they do an after show. They interview people after the game's over.
1: Is it kind of like The Bachelor, where like one of the one of the one people ends
0: up becoming the contestant? Um, I mean, people come back all the time. Like usually, Fridays are, are shows where she has previous contestants come on, in addition to new people. And then Saturdays are usually all fresh meat, new people. Mm-hmm. Mm. But there's like there's a couple two time winners. She does it in like seasons of like 20 games and then she'll do a winners at war season. And that's the second one of those is coming up where it's just all people who have won before. It's really genius. Yeah, I'm glad she found a way to like monetize it.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I think we're on to books. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Books. Soft ones. Um, Today is books and, a, Oh, I didn't. I forgot to do it. What? Books and Looks.
1: Well, Eric, I am going to give you a little twist this week, and I'm going to present books that have nothing to do with an author, but rather Uh, These are a Cool Play Baby First Non-Toxic Soft Cloth Book Set Infants Crinkly Books Early Learning Toys for Toddlers Pack of Eight. For $13.99 on Amazon, you can get these. There's no author? There is no author. Um, It is Visit the Cool Play Store. Um, And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because the more I see um, people post on our Instagram, you know, uh, tag us on Instagram or, you know, post in the patron group or whatever. seems like there's a lot of people that are expecting kids soon. And, um, I think that this is a great way for somebody like Solomon, who's like, you know, five months old. Um, he can crinkle them and he can feel them and he's opening his hands a lot more and he's grabbing onto things. And, um, there's a lot of people out there that are having like little tiny ones as opposed to like a Mateo or a Quinn or a bow. Um, This is a great way for them to learn about shapes, colors, food. Um, Not that they're really going to absorb any of that, but at least they have eight crinkly soft books. And actually, you can wash these. Um, So, And there's no, you know, it doesn't get deformed or anything like that. So it's kind of neat. Um, They're awesome. Uh, You can get them on Amazon, $13.99, free shipping. Um, It's not Prime, so it won't get there in like, you know, a day or two, but it will get there. Um, and, um, yeah, cool play baby first non-toxic soft cloth book set. Um, and it's, uh, visit, it says visit the cool play store. Um, there must be an illustrator of some sort with this, but I I don't, it doesn't say anything like that. So, um, it is the number 2396 best product in toys and games for kids. Um, and the number 202 in baby and toddler toys. And it is uh, like a ton of positive five-star reviews. So check them out. If you're not going to get that one, there's a ton of other ones. Um, But make sure that they're non-toxic. That's a big one. And um, that's all I got for you today, Eric. Okay. Um, Any final thoughts? I
0: hope you give me an author next week that I can look up
1: we will definitely be looking at an author next week. Um, if you want to uh, follow us on, uh, at, uh, on Instagram at new dad, newer dad, I'm Dustin <coughs> on the road. Eric is the bearded DJ and, um, that's, uh, you know, uh, man'scape.com use
0: Manscaped. code com. man, uh, NDND 20, 20% off. I don't know if their sales still going on, but still a good deal. Um, Check out Squester can... Live. If anybody wants to do <clears throat> a watch party, let me know because I usually spend my Fridays watching Sequester Live.
1: Spoken like a true dad. What? Not getting any sleep.
0: Yeah, I should be getting sleep, but I stay up until like 1 o'clock.
1: Yep, like every other day. <laughs> well, you folks, you know what they say. Be a dad. Be a real dad. Read a book to your kids. Bye-bye. Bye.